Welcome to 5D Full Disclosure. This is Aurora back with the Ego Death series. I think this is part 23. And today's is going to be the difference between being in fantasy and being in the present moment of now. Now, I think when we talk about fantasy, we often kind of have this maybe misconception about what fantasy is, right? Because we see movies and shows and different things labeled as fantasy or fiction, right? And it's the idea of like, unless we can see it, touch it, smell it, taste it, hear it, I think that's the probably the criteria of then what we call fantasy, right? So this is based on what people can perceive with their five senses. Anything beyond that, they label as fantasy or fiction, right? Or imagination. And the funny part about that is, so on the 3D plane, which we are on, (laughs) we can, because we are limited to the five senses until you begin clearing out density until you begin dissolving programming, releasing trauma, wounding from the body, all the things that keep us in that frequency below 200, which we've talked about. Under 200, life draining frequency, fight or flight. Above 200, you start being able to access more consciousness. You start being able to perceive higher amounts of energy right? So the five senses are pretty much limited to that under 200 level. You can't perceive anything beyond that because you're so focused on fight or flight, survival, your emotions, your programming, your woundings, your traumas, your lower thoughts. It is all consuming. You cannot perceive anything beyond that. So when you reach the higher states, that's when you start what we call, when we say unlocking your gifts, that's really what we're talking about. Everyone is naturally gifted. Everyone has different types of skills, spiritual gifts, you know, um, specialties, you know, that we've gained in terms of experience in in many lifetimes and, and in creation. But we aren't able to access those until we reach higher states of energy, vibration, and we start accessing higher states of consciousness. That's all consciousness means. Consciousness is just, can you perceive larger amounts of energy? Can you perceive things that are beyond the five senses? So on the 3D plane, we only perceive 5% or less of all energy in existence. So 5% of all the energy in existence, right, which includes all the realms that we are unable to see with the naked eye, it, it rules over all the energy that you can, that you sense with what we call the sixth sense and beyond. It is all those subtleties that are not able to be perceived through the five senses. So we are very limited down here. I've talked about the brain usage before, the DNA, right? There's a reason why they used to say that humans only use, I think it was 10 to 20% of their brain. Maybe now they're saying a little bit more. Either way, they're telling us that there is a huge chunk of our brain that we are not able to access. We're not at 100% capacity 
usage of our brain. That's already a red flag, right? Why? Why are we not able to use 100% of our brain? That doesn't really make any sense, right? Why are we only able to access 10, 20, 30% of the brain? Why can they only decode 10% of DNA? Why is 90% of it labeled as junk? This is the difference between consciousness, full consciousness, and limited consciousness. Here in the 3D, it is very limited consciousness because most beings are completely stuck in the ego programmed mind, which limits us to those five senses, which limits us to only being able to perceive less than 5% of energy in existence. So this idea that anything beyond those five senses is fantasy or fiction or, you know, whatever, is again, just a product of the ego mind. Because the ego mind thinks that only what it can see, taste, smell, touch here is real. And that is the irony. That's the flip here is that These five senses limit us to such an extent that most of what we see and perceive with those five senses isn't actually real, right? It's simulated. It's artificial because in in full consciousness, you perceive all energy. You can perceive 100% of energy. I think it's going to take us a, a long time to get there because this has to go in stages. But as we transition out of this more 4D modality that we're we're in right now this kind of 4d void space and we move we start to move into the upper realms of the of the fifth dimension we will be able to perceive a hundred percent right and so that's when you're able to see all the realms that's when you're able to access all of your cosmic memories that's when you're able to access the full brain capacity the full dna capacity so that's the transition process that's what we call the crystalline process um so what we, I think, in, in terms of how we do things and how we talk about fantasy, it's actually the flip. Fantasy is when you are in the ego programmed mind. And this is the flip from what they tell us. What they tell us is the opposite, that unless you're in the ego program mind and you're limited to the five senses and perceiving only 5% of energy, anything beyond that is fantasy. It's actually the flip. The ego program mind is the fantasy because it is the illusion. It, it creates the simulation. It keeps the illusion constructed. So, and what does that mean of being in the ego? Well, of course, we talk about all the programmings, right? But I think the easiest way to understand it is if you are ruminating on the past, if you are constantly thinking about past experiences if you're still holding anger, grief, resentment, shame, guilt, uh, fears, all of these things that are linked to past experiences, and this is something that comes up for you repeatedly, maybe every time you get triggered, every time an experience occurs and you immediately think about the past, how has this played out for me previously? Remember, the ego can only function off of what it previously knows. So this is why humanity has been basically programmed to stay in fight or flight because of their past experiences. They have trained us that way. The dark has trained us to basically once we have a perceived negative experience, a trauma, a wounding, 
um, a fear-based experience, then what will happen is we will always then avoid that experience again in our life. We will run away. We don't want to experience that pain or that suffering again. In reality, this is what actually keeps us stuck in the fight or flight because we're un until we dissolve programming, we're unable to embrace new experiences or even to embrace repeated experiences, but not immediately basing them on the past, right? So for example, someone who let's say, um, here's an easy one. Let's say when you were young, when you were a child, you were bit by a dog, right? Let's say a dog, a dog bit you, maybe it was a neighbor's dog, maybe it was a friend's dog. And so now usually what will happen is that being will then grow up in fear of dogs. They will avoid dogs, right? Because they're literally replaying the past. Oh, I now have to avoid this because this same thing is going to happen again. And the rest of their life, they will avoid dogs. They will have that fear of dogs and they will keep going back to, oh, well, it's because I was bit in the past. They're unable to open themselves up to the fact that maybe that's not going to happen again. That was an experience. But now they've cut themselves off and avoided the experience of being around dogs and animals and completely cut that out of their life based on one thing, right? This happens in relationships a lot. Someone's cheated on, someone's betrayed in some way, someone suffers, you know, a, a heartbreak of some sort or a pain in a relationship. They will often for a while try to avoid relationships Um, Or even if they do enter one, they will, because of the past, they will, in an effort to try not to repeat it, maybe they have walls up, they have guards up. They're like, oh, I'm never going to, I'm never going to, I never want to experience that betrayal again. So now I have my guard up or now they become controlling, right? This can go the opposite way. They can start being hyper controlling of the partner in an effort to avoid repeating the same experience but inevitably what what we do when we avoid something or we run from something or we try to control something we'll end up recreating the same thing right and then we wonder why it happens and that's the ego it'll just keep recreating past experiences even when you think you're trying to avoid it even when you think oh I'm never going to do that again I'm never going to repeat that experience or that pain or that suffering by avoiding and running you inevitably will recreate it. By trying to control, you'll inevitably recreate it. So this is the loop that we're stuck in. So anything where you're you're taking actions based in the past, which means a fear, you're either taking an action based on fear from the past, based on avoidance of the past, wanting to avoid another experience of the same kind, this is fantasy because you're not living in the present moment of now and the present moment of now is always a new moment it's not based on the past right um you know in science they talk or maybe math i don't know what it is but you know they talk about probabilities in true reality there's no such thing as a probability okay a probability says that if these certain factors are present then there is a higher probability of this certain outcome, right? That's how they teach us about probabilities. 
they'll say, well, is it a low probability? Is it a high probability? And they have all these factors. What they're doing, right, is they're comparing factors in the present to the past and saying, well, if these factors are present and we base this off a past experience, then we can determine whether something has a low or high probability of reoccurring. That does not exist. That only exists in the mind because the mind bases each moment on the past and gauges it that way. In truth, every present moment is a clean slate. Every present moment is new. Creation is not linear. Creation has patterns just like anything does, right? Cycles and patterns. But truly, they're not able to be, um, I guess you would say, like repeated in that way. They don't repeat on a linear time clock. They don't repeat in the exact same fashion as they did before. They're unable to be studied in that way um, because they're quantum. They're not linear. So we can never base the present moment on what has happened in the past. We can look to the past for only two reasons. What was the lesson and what was the blessing? That's it. Once you make peace with the past, you see what the lessons you learned were and you also see what the blessings you gained were. And then you let it go because each present moment can be an entirely new experience if you allow it to be such, if you don't make decisions and you don't act based on the past, or if you're constantly thinking about the past, running it through your head. That's a sign that you haven't made peace with it. There's something there that still needs to be integrated so you can be fully present. Okay, so that's fantasy. That is out, anything outside the present moment of now is fantasy because it's not real. It doesn't exist in the now. It only exists in the now because your mind is bringing it into the now. Okay. Now the other aspect of fantasy and the ego is constantly worrying about the future. Okay. This kind of also plays into probabilities. Okay. Well, if I do this, if I do X, Y, Z, then I have a higher probability of manifesting this specific outcome. Again, you're still basing it off past experiences, trying to project that into the future. The future doesn't exist. It, it is created in the present moment. And the more that we worry about the future, have anxiety and fears about the future, what are we doing? We're basically continuing the loop of fantasy. We're basing our worries and fears of the future on the past, right? And when we're stuck in the past, we make decisions and take actions in an attempt to avoid recreating the past <laughs> but and trying to control the future. And inevitably, what do we do? We recreate it again into the future. We project the past into the future and we project the future into the past. It's a constant loop. So the present moment of now is true reality. Anything outside of that is fantasy. And so how do we be in the present moment of now? Well, that's easier said than done, right? 
But first is making peace with the past. That's the first recommendation is anything that still is lingering in your psyche from the past. Anything, a recurring thought, a recurring experience, a recurring emotion based on a past event that keeps coming up, sit with it. Sit with it, journal about it, um, feel into it. Really focus on the lessons and the blessings of it so those can be integrated and you can then let them go and you can live in the present cutting cords with thoughts of anxiety and worry and I know that's way easier said than done I myself have you know probably spent a good 15 years of my life in in very very deep anxiety of the future and so I, I greatly understand that process um, and it doesn't happen overnight. It's, it is a process day by day. It's just the little steps. It's the cutting cords, cutting cords constantly throughout your day with those thoughts. It is healing the nervous system, right? It is getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. That's a huge part of it. And also starting to embrace the unknown, the unknown is what freaks out the ego and the mind because it can, again, can only function based on past based on what it already knows it doesn't it it can't handle unknown variables and so getting used to the unknown and actually embracing it is the best way to start becoming more present and that is really to really dissolve your belief systems um, that are based on past experiences trying not only new things but maybe also trying things that you have tried in the past or have experienced in the past that maybe didn't go so well or maybe are the basis of a lot of fears and and belief systems and trying those things again in a new way with a new perspective with an open heart and these are challenging to do but but little by little this is a this is a long process but when you start living in that present moment you start realizing that you're always able to have a new experience. You're always able to write a new story. You are not chained to the past, nor are you a victim of the future. In the present moment is where all things are created. And the easiest way to know if you're in the present moment of now is what your thoughts are. If your thoughts are fear-based or they're based in pain and suffering, it's going to be linked from the past. Past event, experience, wound, belief system etc if there's worry and anxiety then you are a victim of what you perceive to be the future you're afraid of the future because of what might happen what could happen right and so being in the present moment is typically when you're only having thoughts about the present moment and this is what opens us up to imagination this is what opens us up to synchronistic events to miracles to downloads to perceiving the greater than that five percent of all energy right and there is one more aspect of the fantasy and this often does happen on the spiritual journey at some points depending on how sensitive you are some people are really visual some people have really vivid vivid imaginations and dreams Um, And maybe they are, you already are perceiving a lot more than that 5%. And so sometimes this can become overwhelming for the system, right? When we, we kind of go too quickly, 
we start seeing a lot of things we maybe are hearing things we're perceiving a, a lot of, of energy and it can lead into fantasy <clears throat> and now that aspect of fantasy is when you are attaching to something that you're perceiving and getting almost lost in it so if you're someone that has a lot of visions dreams or maybe you actually see energy maybe you feel a lot of energy maybe you even hear things maybe you smell things that aren't there right you, you have a heightened level of perception it's okay to to feel those things to see those things to perceive those things that is part of the process the key is non-attachment to them if you become attached to them just like if you become attached to the past or the future that's the fantasy it's not so much the perceiving it's the attaching to the perceiving so the best bet is that anything you perceive write it down we highly recommend everyone to be carrying journals you know write everything down because this is the way of processing right you've actually processed integrated this perception this feeling this information you've jotted it down you have solidified it now you let it go everything you perceive write it down let it go do not attach to anything the present moment of now is pure unattachment we're not attached to the past we're not attached to the future we're not attached to what we're perceiving we're not attached to the information we may be um, intuitively getting we're not attached to outcomes we're not attached to anything that is the pure present moment of now that's where the real magic happens so imagination can go into fantasy sometimes as well and that's when if you are stuck in the imagination right maybe you daydream a lot maybe you you know some people like to do very visual meditations and things and, and it's all wonderful right but when you don't ground that into reality it is a fantasy fantasy is perpetual thoughts perpetual thoughts visions daydreams etc that never come into fruition <clears throat> so if you get caught up in the daydreaming and the imagination all of that's beautiful right but it needs to be grounded into reality <clears throat> in some way that's why we encourage the documenting the journaling writing everything down because that's a way of grounding it in you've perceived something i wrote it down you've grounded it into reality in the present moment you can use your imagination and visualization for art, right? Artistically expressing what you're perceiving. That's a way of grounding it into reality. If it's a dream or a vision of what you want to create, the, the vision of new earth that you have, the vision of the life that you want to live, that's beautiful too. Ground it into practical steps. How am I practically going to bring this into my now? How can I literally bring not only that feeling that I want to feel, but the way that I want to live, the, the vision I have of what I want to create, what I want to do with my life, what I want to see for new earth. Start taking steps to actually making that a reality that's how this ascension occurs we can't live up in the imagination realm and not bring it into some grounded practical form this is the merging of heaven on earth so this is how you can also catch yourself with any sort of fantasies of 
maybe you know you fantasize about a certain experience that you want to have or you fantasize about you know having a divine union or you fantasize about living in a in a beautiful forested area maybe you live in the city and you're always you know kind of daydreaming about that those are all things that your heart is desiring right that's why it's coming in as a a daydream or a vision or a imagination but if there's no steps that are taken to actually bring that into reality then it is fantasy because it's an escape you're escaping through the imagination to avoid the present moment and again remember anytime we want to avoid something run from something control in order to avoid we end up recreating it the only way to bring the pure present moment of now in order to bring our dreams into reality is by grounding it in to the present moment by not running and avoiding the present moment no matter how uncomfortable it is right accept embrace and allow that's a mantra you can use it every single day so cutting the cords right Um, dissolving belief systems and fears about the past cutting cords with anxious worrying thoughts about the future bringing dreams and visions and imagination into the present moment into some practical expression right we're humans we're here on the physical earth we must ground these things into reality right this is how we expand reality this is how we bring new earth into fruition it's not by dreaming about it and not doing anything to actually bring it into a form we have to do both that's the present moment of now and every day it's just present moment what's highest for me to do in this moment what am I guided to do in this moment and it, and when you're creating when you're always in a form of creation and processing and connecting and healing you're always going to be able to stay a lot easier into the present moment um, especially if you're someone who who gets caught up a lot in the thoughts there's too many distractions you have to find something to put your energy into into the present moment you have to create connect share you know that's that's how we stay grounded in the present um and and so this is this is a process right so the mantra of i accept embrace and allow every time something is in your current now experience that is uncomfortable that you don't want to be in that you don't want to be feeling (laughs) that you don't want to be experiencing you just keep telling yourself i accept embrace and allow i accept embrace and allow you will feel your body calming this was part of the nervous system healing that i spoke about being so immersed in the present moment good bad or ugly is the divine human experience it is that is the act of being god with god of not running from the present not escaping to the past or the future or not escaping into a daydream or an imagination that never is brought into fruition this is this is part of that process that's also been my mantra lately trust the process trust the process trust the process right this too shall pass everything is temporary nothing is permanent where creation is always moving never stops moving never stops growing never stops evolving right everything is temporary so tell yourself this too shall pass whatever is uncomfortable it will pass whatever is really really triggering it will pass 
stay with it stay with the process enjoy the small steps the small steps is how you eventually get up the whole mountain but if you're looking constantly at oh my god I'm look at this look at this hike up the mountain how am I going to get there and it becomes this daunting thing and we don't know how to function we become catatonic when we try to say well oh my god to get from a to z I mean this is going to be this is a huge this is a huge journey this is there's so many steps how am I going to do all this focus on the step in front of you that's it you have to zoom in on the step in front of you of course sometimes we need to zoom out which is imagination which is higher perspective we get the full picture we see the bigger picture we see what is possible and then we zoom back into the present moment and we focus on the next step and you'll go through that zoom in and zoom out process a lot the key is not to get stuck in either always flowing non-attached zooming in zooming out zooming in zooming out and not attaching to any of it the present moment of now is that pure unattachment this is where true joy is found this is where true bliss is found and this is a process so trust the process um Please check out, of course, the library at 5dfulldisclosure.org. Highly recommend the self-love discipline day plan. That's really helpful for starting to really anchor into the present moment. Um, and anybody who is guided who would like to participate in our etheric surgery seminar, which is an etheric body detox, um, which is really helpful, especially if you do feel very overwhelmed, if you do feel very stuck, you feel like there are... Um, density or toxins that need to be released there's maybe you know a lot of just um, a cluttered energetic field um, that needs to be cleansed Um, then please feel free to sign up that's on our sessions and events page and I'll be talking about um, more about the etheric surgeries in the upcoming um, podcast so I love you guys and I'll be back soon